Welcome to Judgment. It's Bond season. James Bond season. Be fair warned, we discuss these movies in depth. So spoilers ahead. Now let's have some fun. Enjoy. Hey, welcome back to Judgment. This is Blaine. And as always, I have with me, Corey. Corey, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Fantastic. Uh, and... <laughs> wow. Sorry, this movie I that we are going to be... don't know if he's doing fantastic, everybody. I, uh, I think that's all a ruse. I've, I, I'm left in a little bit of a haze after watching the film we're going to be reviewing tonight. So I apologize if I seem a little off. But anyways... Mm-hmm. Corey, glad to have you. We also have Andrew. Andrew, how are you? Hey, Blaine. Ah, <laughs> I believe you are also feeling the after effects of this film. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of malaise. It's not just because you couldn't remember my name, even though I've been on every episode of this show so far, but it's fine. Did I seem like I didn't remember his name? Also, were those your lays? They were. Dang. They were all mine. Huh. Got it. All right. Wow. Well, sorry, I took Dude. the whole bag. Mm. <laughs> last every last chip. Everyone. Every last chip. Every last chip. <laughs> Anyways, so ladies and gentlemen, we are continuing on with our Bond movie showcase this season, and dare I say, we've come to a movie that I wholeheartedly believe should not be on this this list. A real this would be rows of shit. I, I'm so mad that I had to watch this movie, and even matter that I have to lead this podcast episode on this movie. And ladies and gentlemen, the movie I am talking about is Casino Royale from 1967. This is a non-canon James Bond movie. It's not an Eon Productions. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, good thing. Good thing. And it, it, it should not be considered canon. It is cannon fodder. I really missed uh, the day we got to walk. I I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Blaine definitely has not had to have a drink to do this episode. (laughs) It's not Uh, have some sort of liquid supplement to get through this. Oh, my God. I I don't disagree with you. It's been pretty rough. This movie was... um, uh, It's dog shit is the word you're searching for. Um. I mean, off mic, we had a narrow debate as to whether we should dis- <laughs> should take this off the list. And it's a nail-biter, because it truly yeah. is not a it, Bond movie. In it, all fairness to Blaine, he had watched it before you and I, Corey, and he tried. And me and you, for some reason, were like, no, 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 we still got to do it. <laughs> yeah, so I apologize that you guys are going to have to listen to this, audience. Um, <laughs> as uh, it's basically a throwaway. Uh, now it does have the character James Bond Casino Casino Royale is the first James Bond novel so I mean we feel like we had to include it in this list on a technicality but as we will discuss oh boy oh man what a departure (laughs) what a departure so um first thing i'm going to do is just read the imdb and then we'll get our initial reactions if you haven't already picked up on them mm-hmm. uh so 
In an early spy spoof, aging Sir James Bond comes out of retirement to take on Smirsh. And that is all IMDb says. I can't believe they include fucking Smirsh in there. That reveal, I couldn't believe that that's the, that's the parody name they chose to go with. No, that's, that's the name from the novels. Is it? Yeah, that's the precursor to Spectre. I did not know that. That's news to me. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I did a lot of uh, looking up during this movie, and I found that out. <laughs> yeah, so if you remember from the In Living Daylights, where you hear the phrase smeart spionum. Yes. That's okay. related to Smirsh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I don't like it. It no. feels very no. much like a Schwartz instead of... But way worse. <laughs> yeah. And also, that's what this movie's about? That's <laughs> what they say. Okay. That's what they say. I tell you the whole time, I'm like, they're going to tell me why they needed James to come out of hiding. They're going to tell me soon. <laughs> why is he doing any of this? Uh, I wish I had some kind of linear uh, way to describe this movie, but I don't. And thank God it's Blaine's week to just tell us I know. about it. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, again, and he's talking just, to you, the audience, everybody. I, Blaine's yes. hot. Yeah. He's hot on this one. He's I'm hot, hot on this one. And let me just say, I, you know, we hope that you all watch movies before you listen to us because we, we do some great movies on here. I really don't want you to watch this movie. <laughs> I, honestly, if this movie didn't have a character named James Bond in it, I think the originals would have been lost decades ago. I also would have turned it off in the first nine minutes (laughs) and stopped watching it. I agree. I mean, we haven't even mentioned without getting into this movie, there's multiple James Bonds, and there's almost a director for each one of them. There's five directors Mm -hmm. for this fucking shithouse movie. There's five directors. (laughs) And by the way, one of them is John Huston, who is like... Kind of prolific. A world reliant. Yeah, he is very prolific. So also, that blew my mind. He also plays him. He yeah, does. he does in the movie. For he does. A split second. If you if you're really thinking. Okay. I guess we gotta Bef- do an overview before we give out the whole. <laughs> yeah. The whole overview of this movie. Let's get our initial reactions. I'll go first. Two massive thumbs down. This movie's terrible. I don't need to say anything else. Corey, how mm-hmm. are you feeling? Um, I got two thumbs down nestled in a pile of shit. <laughs> nestled? Uh, that's wonderful. All right. Andrew, how about you? Uh, I got two thumbs in the depths of hell, mm. where mine are. In the depths of hell. Yeah. We did not like this movie. <laughs> no. no. I mean, it was a pain. Again, it was. Yeah, it was. Really like it was a series of movies. It was so disjointed, it felt like they were like five episodes that they just jammed into one movie. I don't know. It's... I would have preferred if it was five episodes they jammed into one. I don't know what this was, to be perfectly honest with you. It's wild. So I think we should just get into it. Yeah. I don't know. Let's, uh, let's stall this as long as possible. The, the best we can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because hard to follow. <laughs> so yeah, that we'll try to do it in the most point. linear fashion possible, uh-huh. as we do with yeah. our other Bond movies. <laughs> try. Uh, really we get that will... Give it a go. So, as we do with all our Bond movies, we start with an opening scene. Mm. But unlike all of our other Bond movies, this one lasts 
12 seconds, maybe? And I know I'm going to say this a lot, but for what purpose did this serve? It didn't say <laughs> yeah. anything. We, we, we see a man standing on something. Uh, a guy yeah. approaches him, Mathis, yeah. which we've seen in the other uh, Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, says, Mr. Bond. So we see our first James Bond, which is Peter Sellers in mm-hmm. this instance. Mathis just goes, hi, I'm <laughs> Mathis. Here are my credentials. Mm-hmm. And then the scene ends and the opening says, credits start. Everything seems to be in order. And then we go right to the credits. <laughs> you know what? I was trying to figure out, is this supposed to be a dick joke? I think uh, it had to be. Okay. okay. I just want to make sure. Because he, he looks down. And he said, oh, everything seems to be in order. And then he holds up the papers he has. But at the same time, if it was, didn't work. <laughs> didn't oh, so work at all. Right out of the gate, I was like, what is going on? Why did that happen? But knowing, even knowing that Niven is, is Bond Prime in this movie, why was Peter Sellers like the first one we get introduced to? And we got to talk about Peter Sellers in this movie later, but oh, I don't, why yeah. did they give him the first introduction when he's not even... Oh, I the the worst opening to to maybe any movie I've ever seen. Uh, it made no at sense. At least Bond movies, yeah. There was sure. no pretense. It didn't explain anything. No, I, that was a joke. It didn't land. No, as My, as as so many didn't. As, like I don't know if this was just like '60s comedy that didn't translate, or if this was just poorly written comedy in general. I'm leaning towards well, the latter. Yeah, but can so, I just say this? I mean. I feel like we're going to have a lot of side discussions on this yeah. movie, um, just because of lack of movie. But it's funny you mention that, Corey, because if and this is for the audience too. If you don't know, uh, Sellers and Niven were in the Pink Panther movie together, mm-hmm. and that was supposed to be Niven's movie. And Peter Sellers upstaged him so badly that David Niven is the most pointless character in that movie. And Peter Sellers went on to do like five up more Pink Panther movies with no Niven. So. Well, That's what I kept it, thinking. It's supposed to be Niven's, but I thought Peter Sellers was the detective. Inspector Clouseau was a very supporting character in the original really? Pink Panther, oh. but he outshined everybody else, which, again, he's great in that movie. But he kind of fucked over David Niven because okay. that could have been Niven's series of movies. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Didn't know that. Yeah. Listen, you guys, if you don't know this, Peter Sellers is a dickhead, apparently, <laughs> in real life. <laughs> We were literally having that conversation I before believe, he came in. I can even <laughs> see it in the film. I was like, he seems like a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot I read in this movie about this movie and him. Not to mention there are other things I've read about him being a terrible person. So, well, have, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the party? It's I have it's not. It doesn't age well, but he plays an Indian man the whole movie, and that oh. little <laughs> snippet that we heard of him doing an Indian and Chinese accent. Well, mm-hmm. he let's just say he really loves to lean into those kind of roles uh, in those other I films. I see, I see. But the party uh, is at least kind of funny. I'll say, like he's doing more slapstick. The slapstick's very funny. He's like falling over everything and ruining the whole party, and then he does his uh, Indian accent, and I'm like, ooh. Uh. <laughs> so he's he uh, really ran with the Inspector Clouseau. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Mm. Well. Mm. Yeah. So we begin with that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then we go into the opening credits, where typically we see our awesome song and title sequences. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. This one I'll say makes you appreciate how great typical Bond openings are. Yeah. I this, agree. What was this? This was I, like some I, I, I liked it. <laughs> not from you there's no way. I know why he liked it, but I'm, I'm a we I don't want to go into too much on song and titles, but it's not the titles I liked, it's the song. It's okay. We'll and this, get is there. Go, this is going to have to be a question, too, when we get to our song section, because I think we might be at opposing ends on what the actual Bond song for this movie is, but... Yeah, yeah, I, I get where mm. you're at. Yeah. No, it has to be consistent with all the other movies. It's the one that shows up... At the credits. In the credits. Fair and enough, also, Blaine. But this song was throughout the movie, too. I mean, he, they really underscored the whole as, movie. As most yeah. of so, the Bond yeah, movies. It, it kind of is the Bond song. I mean, if we're going to break it down, this might be the Bondiest movie we've seen so far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Just just I for mean, sheer numbers. It's got, got some a actual bondage later, later in the movie. So, I mean. This movie has a lot. <laughs> oh, my a God. A lot. Yeah, not a strong start. And we'll talk about the opening like we do at the end when we give out our scores. Mm-hmm. So, from there, we go to the countryside. A group of cars meet. And uh, we're introduced to four different, four heads of different hmm. spy agencies. You got your British, your American, your Russian, and another one. I'm gonna, yeah, uh, well, French wasn't it? Was it French? French, French. French. Yeah. French. Yeah. And uh, they're just driving in the car, talking about wanting to uh, get Bond out of retirement to do some things. Let and me they're tell driving. You. I was so excited to see M with a mustache so I could clearly go, that one's M. <laughs> I was so happy. That's one thing, man. <laughs> I identified him by his red toupee <laughs> when the rest of his hair was white. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. thing this movie does well is I can never know, I can never tell which one's M in some of these movies, and man, he nailed it. <laughs> Played by John Huston, yeah. the, the director of Maltese Falcon, <laughs> a Asphalt Jungle. And a segment of this piece of shit movie. <laughs> it's insanity. Yeah, so he's just in this car talking about shit, driving to James's house, and then there's a, a pride of lions just there on the so side of the road. Lions. A lot of lions. And I'm talking about the animal lion. I hope so. For no reason. <laughs> um, I don't and- know if that was another comedic gag. And it was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. Strike number seven already. Uh, then we show up to a big house, beautiful house. Yeah, nice, and a state. Sh- nice and a estate. estate. Um, and uh, Bonds, we we see David Niven, who is the, as Corey said, Bond Prime. He's the real James Bond, and he's bouncing up and down on a an accordion chair. An accordion chair. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I said was his first sketch. <laughs> <laughs> Is a I mean, chair. I mean, <laughs> I was like, is this like a tricep dip machine? What is he doing? <laughs> what is it actually doing for him? I don't, I'm, we like pan behind it, and he's actually powering like something with his accordion yeah. chair. He's cooking dinner with his accordion. I mean, chair. look, uh, he's an old ass man. I guess this is as good as you can do it exercise just, wise. Uh, it, it puffs his fire. <laughs> and I know the joke in this scene is that Bond has this butler who's old as shit too. But let's be honest, 
I don't think David Niven and this guy were that much apart in age. No. <laughs> They're both pretty old guys. I, and then <laughs> James walks around. He wears a turban. I will say David Niven's clothes are really nice in this whole movie. David Niven is a very... Uh, Well-dressed man. Very posh dude. Yeah. Dapper. yeah. A lot of robes, though. I mean, half the movie is robes. I'm not going to lie. If I could live my life in a robe, I, I probably yeah. would. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> He's retired. Well... He wants to be. Well, he he's retired from life. I know that. <laughs> yeah. He died in 1983. So, Aww, retired from life. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> what a gentle way to put that, though. <laughs> Thank you. Usually, I come in a little stronger with my death. <laughs> oh lord. Um. So yeah, then James meets with these heads of the spy agencies. They're pleading their cases to why James needs to come out of retirement because a bunch of spies are getting killed around the world is what we're told. Um, so M tells James that they've been naming other agents, 007 and James Bond, to for whatever reason. Yeah, it didn't make sense. And uh, I, honestly, I guess this is another one of those, uh, what they call jokes that they tried. <laughs> didn't uh, quite work. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, there was like a blatant rib that, oh, the one... Oh, that one who's like obsessed with sex went into television. And is that Sean Connery? Is that what they're doing? Are they making fun of Sean Connery? Or is that something I just don't understand? I'm going to say it's something no one understands. I think they were just making fun of the other movies. Yeah. Probably that point. As a whole. But they specifically mentioned one Bond who's going into film or going into TV. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then this is the first time we hear David Niven with a stutter. Yeah. For for whatever reason, At interesting first, character like, choice. I was like, wow, they left that little weird misspeak in the movie, and then he does about a hundred more times. It's a, it was an acting choice, yeah, for James. Interesting, Bond. interesting choice. Um, that he abandons. <laughs> Thirty. Minutes oh, very in. much, very much. Yeah. Uh, and then James is like, nah, I'm not coming out of retirement. Fuck that. Not even for the queen. Oh my god, you sound just like David Niven. I know David Niven, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Uh, and then they do some pan shots, and I wrote down, wow, this house is very nice. And then it immediately explodes. I was so flabbergasted at this. At this, M just goes, oh, you're not going to do it? All right. <laughs> Fucking blow up everything. He Especially not knowing what the tone of the movie technically is by this point either. Right. You're just kind of like, huh, okay. So basically, M was like, oh, you think you can just stay retired and enjoy retire life here at your estate? What are you going to do when it's blown to bits? Blows it up. And Blows that was, the whole that goddamn thing. His... And he dies. <laughs> he <laughs> dies. <laughs> Him ex- gets killed here. I will say the only time I might have chuckled a little bit in this movie is when uh, John Huston's wig flies his off. His toupee just <laughs> blows away. And, genu- and genuinely, it was more like a... <laughs> it wasn't even an open mouth. He it didn't was, even uh, die from the explosions. It was just embarrassment from everyone seeing his bald head. He had a heart attack. <laughs> he died right there. <laughs> By the way, since uh, we're talking about it, William Holden is also in this scene. He plays the American uh, CIA director guy. Which they were trying to do like that whole, like so many acronym or so many, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Like shortening... I- yeah. Uh, CIA, SIC, DOCT, Memo G. I'm like, shut up. You it almost worked. It almost worked, but didn't. 
<laughs> didn't at also all. Love Another... that the Russian guy's name Smirnoff. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of his course. Smirnoff. Of course, it is. Yeah. Also, there was a lot in the scene that just didn't make any sense. Uh, there's a black rose that appears. I don't know what that was for. Uh, yeah, a cool looking black rose. I guess I mean, beautiful, beautiful black rose. But mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of misses. A lot of misses. And so from here, M's dead. James's house is is gone. So James decides to drive to Scotland to meet with M's family. Mm. Mm. Uh, because M was a laird. Which has that ever been established? I I'm gonna be honest with you, Corey. I don't know if I know what that Why, what, word what, means. What did you say? A laird? <laughs> laird is like he's like their I guess county's king or he's the lord of the i think it's lord oh. he's the lord of the whole area he's it's like a nobleman in in scotland got it oh. so kind of like what i am in my neighborhood is what yes you're saying. <laughs> i'm the laird of this cul-de-sac <laughs> <The> laird. <laughs> um so james is driving to scotland and there's people along the way re- using their various communication devices to track James. You're like, okay, people are watching James. It's probably bad people. And um, then we get to M's house, and uh, James presents M's toupee to M's widow, or who we think is M's widow. Yeah, we, uh, we uh, all laughed out loud. Yes. Um. <laughs> and then... Um, I will say this is the part of the movie where my headache began to set in. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. So there's like a hundred different redheaded women in this house. I believe they're all 11. spies. It's supposed to be his 11 girls who are all 17, 18, and 19. Yeah. They're yeah. supposed to be M's children, but they've all been replaced by spies. They're all spies. I'm yeah, glad all... you pulled that from this. I, smir- did, smir- I didn't get that. Smirchian spies. All Smirch spies. Ah. Here tracking James. Um, I was wondering why everything seemed so incestuous in this place, but all yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So then James takes a bath with one of them. That was, Not a funny scene. It was, I, <laughs> they wanted it to be. It was it, not. It, it was not. Credited uh, as daddy's little thermometer. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Yikes. Yeah, it's that's almost that's <laughs> almost as bad as Octopussy. <laughs> Still not as bad, actually. No. <laughs> or a moment later in this movie. Yeah, yeah that one yeah. too. That one. So, that, one too. that one really stands. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, what was going on? <laughs> what was what was the late '60s like? I, I think it was like this. Oh, this, okay. All right. Yes. Fucked up so, fever dream. So James takes a bath and just pitter-patters around the house. Then he goes to a party in the house, which is a rollicking good time. Um, Before we... I just want to say this, because this scene reminded me of it. When they have the goat that they're walking out, there felt like some real animal abuse going on in this movie. Well, that was a real goat. Oh, I know. Being held upside down. Yeah. There was also some seals later on that... It, and it, in about six minutes, he obliterates a quail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some real not good animal things going on in this movie. No, I don't think that they put any uh, any any addendum that says no animals are harmed either. I think they, they oh, said we can't. They said, I hope not, because I'm pretty sure they all were. In this film. <laughs> they all were harmed. Um, I mean, did you say what their goal was, which is so dumb? Their goal is because he's apparently celibate, so they want to make his reputation foil or fall because... 
they're going to have sex with him. And that's their whole goal. Like, so we need to ruin oh. his reputation by fucking him. I didn't I'm glad that. you picked up on that. <laughs> I thought they were just getting info. That's Damn. their initial goal, and then they realize that's not going to work, so they're like, oh, let's just kill him. Okay, that's why all these women are hot. Yeah. Basically. Okay. And okay. they are, go- I mean, credit. There's, there's really a lot of beautiful women in this movie. Yeah, a lot of beautiful women in this movie. And um, can we also say, uh, no beautiful men. Not a lot. Uh, no. no. Cooper, Cooper's a kind of handsome guy. Okay. I mean. What about Headley? Oh. <laughs> oh or the about, Taylor. Oh. What is the guy's name? Uh, the battery Q's, powered Q's, man? Q's assistant. Oh, the gay panic character? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gay Love, loved his addition to this movie. Uh, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, oh, four dies. Four dies. That's oh fuck. Um, <laughs> so James goes to a party, some sort of dinner at the castle. Everyone passes out. I don't really know what happened there. And another hilarious scene. In Everyone this movie. but James passes out. Um. Then From James dancing, goes, I think? Uh, I, I, I don't understand why they passed out. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. I uh, read the right she, down, too. I think she refers to the toupee as a heirloom, and that, that was a joke I laughed at. That was my best line. <laughs> oh, damn you. Oh, God damn it, Corey. Damn you. I did laugh out loud at that. Well, you took mine a couple of episodes ago, so I guess that's it's been true. A... <laughs> well, shit. None of you have taken mine. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to take mine, either. Um... So then James goes to bed, and M's supposed widow shows up to try to do some seducing. And did you guys notice how fucked up Nevin's feet were? I'm so glad you mentioned that, because it looked like... Ali, did he get hobbled? Was this... <laughs> did Kathy Bates yeah, Kathy get Bates after him? Yeah. It looked like arthritis, scoliosis... Hooves? Hooves? I don't know. He had, he had that that fucking arch, son. It's club I, feet. He had club feet. Yeah. Uh, looked bad. Looked bad. Well, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Oh. So they do some pitter-patter. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me... About 10 minutes too long of pitter-patter. A lot of, patter, a lot of pitter-patter. Yep. Well, she, she says a line that really threw me. She's like, I want to be the second woman in your life next to Matahari. I'm like, Where's Ma- what does Matahari have to do with this? Not knowing anything after that. I was like, so do you guys know that Matahari was a, a real spy. spy? She was a French spy, yeah. And she got assassinated, or firing squatted. Jesus. I'm, yeah. No, I didn't know that. But she was like a belly dancer, and she used her sexiness. Oh. She, she had honey pot. people. Oh. Yeah, she was a honey pot. she owe me a Coke. Oh, oh, I don't have one. Oh, oh. man. Then we go to the wassail. <laughs> well, I, can, I wish right. I could tell you what wassail <laughs> yeah. was. I, I think, really I was trying to figure out the goal of the game. I'm following you. <laughs> Whatever you got. So, uh, I don't know why this occurs, but James plays a game with these big Scottish men who are wearing oh. kilts. Yes, that's Where right. they throw around a heavy cement ball yep. for a mm-hmm. long time. Except uh, none of them can do it. None they of them all can pick do up the it. ball and fall over. But Which one I... guy gets hit right in the chest. That did make me laugh. <laughs> the other guy threw it. And just... um, so yeah. The... I feel bad that everybody was having much better time than I was by this point in the movie. Um, 
I just yeah, thought there might have been better time. It's just that I'm more incredulous as it went on and on. Uh, it's like, well, I was just desperately looking for something. I get it. I get Please, it. Please give me something. I'm, so, a, I'm a starving man just looking for a few berries. So the big guys can't do it. James can do it, obviously. And this really impresses uh, the widow and the women. Full 180. <laughs> Full 180. Uh, and James wins the game. Good for James. Sure. And during this whole scene, the widow is playing a fucking French horn. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's annoying. It's quite annoying. She's, she's going for it, but yeah. Uh, not funny. Um, Do you think there was a real script to this movie? No. I, well, how could there be? I mean, I, there was a book written. Um, I don't know. I haven't read the book. By the way, if if this movie is any reflection of that book, uh, fuck Ian Fleming. There's no way. <laughs> no, no way. It's really There's not. No it's, way. Okay, good. They picked some names, and that's about it. Oh, good. I think there um, were probably at least five scripts made for this movie because of the directors. Five directors. That sounds very conservative. <laughs> very conservative. Oh, the very shit. least there were five. <laughs> so James goes uh, from playing his wassail. And to the country, and uh, he goes hunting for quail. At first, I was like, why are these ladies just beating the, sh- beating the ground with these sticks? And I was like, ah, they're trying to make birds fly up so James can shoot them. I honestly couldn't figure out what James was doing. <laughs> I was like, why is he just hiding out right here? Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. So the widow blew her cover after lusting after James, so she started talking in French, and mm. then all the other spies were like, listen, bitch, you blew it. We're gonna trap you in a room. So, while James is hunting, the widow climbs down a pipe, and then tries to go meet with James. Uh, the ladies helping James hunt launch what <laughs> Uh, bird bombs, a bird duck, bomb, duck, dr- duck drones, <laughs> duck drones yeah. to go shoot or to go blow up James. Yeah, because uh, he has a some sort of homing device on his jacket that the spies placed there. So the <laughs> widow, the widow <laughs> saves him and tells the plan, and then they use James's suspenders to shoot the homing device back and forth with the other spies, like. Uh... What's the word I'm looking for? Slingshot? Yes, thank you. Slingshot style. Slingshot, yeah. yes. <laughs> and uh, then the widow goes and joins a convent. And uh, I'm not shitting you. That's what happened. Yeah. No, no. So that, was this, that was the sequence of events. And this, we might actually make it sound funnier than it was. Oh, dry as, as a desert <laughs> in reality. Um, and she dies. M's wife dies. Actually doesn't die. She goes and joins a convent and becomes a nun. Great part. Great point. Yes. That's my bad. She changed her ways. <laughs> great part. Great point. Great part she and was, great point. She was so overcome with lust that she decided to go become celibate herself. Where was her awards? Where were they? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well. Um, okay. So from there, we're driving again. Mm-hmm. James is driving like a, uh, an open-wheeled, big-ass... I don't know what it is. It's an old car. God, I completely forgot about this part. Yeah, yeah you're so, right. <laughs> then, uh, so James is driving. 
And then a, a girl in like a Jaguar, nice car, comes up behind him. And they're like, oh, we're involved in like a chase here. And then we cut to like what I can only describe as like the Willy Wonka factory kind of vibe. I get that, yeah. Uh, and these women are con- remote controlling a van. They're also in cahoots with the girl in the Jaguar. And then we have a weird car chase. And. It's a, mil- a milk truck, and milk was going everywhere. A milk truck yeah. had some some gadgets on it it was a chase scene that uh i guess we could probably all agree fell flat yeah 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 uh, it was <laughs> yeah it was, i wish you, uh, i wish we could make it sound exciting but uh it wasn't the lady gets exploded that was good yep she gets blown she, up by uh, the milk truck she milk. got got for she a movie with very it. little action i was kind of like all right let's move on <laughs> yeah we uh, let's continue let's, on Let's now. keep going. Let's keep yeah. going. And at this point, it feels like I was watching the movie for 45 minutes. This might have been the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. It's early. It's a slog. It's, it's a slog. Days. Yeah. It's a slog. Uh, and, it, and, it, and this was the best part. <laughs> this was the most cohesive of the movie. Arguably. Yeah. Arguably. Uh, so from there, James, I can only assume this is MI6 headquarters. He mm-hmm. shows up, and uh, he is introduced to who he thinks is Money Penny, but is actually Money Penny's daughter, mm. and she's a smoke show. She's a fucking smoke. She's gorgeous. Smoke gorgeous show. lady. At first, I was like, "That's the most gorgeous Money Penny I've ever seen." This her daughter. I'm like, "Okay, well, still good." I mean, she technically mm-hmm. is still Money Penny. That she is a Money Penny. I think that she's. I think she's Money Nickel. I money was going to say Money Hay Penny. <laughs> It's not bad either. It's not bad either. I'd roll. In As there. everybody turns off the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Hey, I can't penny. do it. I can't do it. And then no we're saying, hey, Penny, since the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> so James is at MI6 to become the de facto new M, is what I yes. was yeah. gathering from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's introduced to Headley, who is the most British man <laughs> I've ever met in my life. Yes, he's great. I oh, actually kind of did like, like I didn't hate him, to yes, be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and he's trying very hard to be British, yeah. which is great. He and is British. This is where Bond makes his big joke. He's like, oh, and you notice my stammer's gone. Well, there's no really no need for it anymore. I'm like, there was mm-hmm. never any need for it, you fool. <laughs> just for that joke. Yeah, it also feels like David Niven didn't know the cameras were rolling and just said that. Well, Ugh. I mean, apparently behind the scenes, he did scrap it because he realized it wasn't funny. I'm like, you need to go reshoot because that yeah. shit was never funny, even the first time you did it. Yeah. No, no, no. No no need to keep going. Crap. And then from there, so they're kind of talking about the other Bonds that are out there. And we cut to the Caribbean where, mm-hmm. where we meet Jimmy Bond, who is Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah. And he is about to be executed and escapes by throwing an exploding cigarette. So we have a gadget there. Oh, it's yeah. Not, I forgot about I mean, that, it's not, it's not the Bond's gadget, but it's a Bond gadget. I don't know how to count these. I can't tell you the last time I saw Woody Allen as a young person <laughs> or younger. Were, were you both surprised that Woody Allen was playing a nebbish character in this movie? 
No, so I, surprised. It blew my mind. I can't believe so, it. So <laughs> far out yeah. of his range. Yeah. A neurotic, nebbish little guy. Yeah. Just, Who would have thunk it? Just yeah. pitifully ineffectual. Mm-hmm. Just a little young Woody Allen really Man. developing his craft. In about 20 years or so, he's going to adopt his wife. And uh, <laughs> this movie, actually, boy. what he becomes is just a little too close to what his reality was, <laughs> to say the least. Fuck. Um. So from there, we go back to MI6, and we're ex- we're told about the anti-female spy device, which is what they're training for. They want to recruit a spy and train him to where he can't be seduced by women yeah. but wants to be so irresistible to women because what they're running against is a bunch of female spies on the opposing side. Apparently spies are getting killed in sex acts. So they're all getting honeypotted to death yes. is what's happening. So that's for we start we think we're going down that road for the rest uh-huh. of the movie. I was going to ask you it's guys, given one, maybe this one scene. <laughs> I was going to ask, does that come back at all? No. No. Okay. Just making no. sure I wouldn't be crazy. But for the next like, 20 we're minutes. Give an acronym AFSD. This is going to be it. This is what the movie is going to be about. <laughs> they so, devote a lot of time to it. <laughs> so crazy. No payoff. So no James payoff. tells Moneypenny to go recruit a bunch of handsome dudes or find one that can be the anti female spy device. And then she makes out with him. She tries to test him. Fucks one of them. This is where we're introduced to Cooper. And, and then, was he the most handsome man on that panel? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He was the most confident. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a I'll lie. Give him that. I'll give him that one thing. Uh, so James names Cooper. James Bond, 007. So we have another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote this down. I don't know what it pertains to, but it says, how about some skin diving? Mm. I think it. I Is think that, you know what that means. I mean, I know what it means, but I, I don't remember. Damn, skin diving. When that was skin diving, I like that. Oh, that was a line. Oh, I don't remember that it. That was but, a line. Oh, okay. oh, that may well very be a line. <laughs> Here, I'm just gonna make a. Skin I'm gonna make a note of that. How about some skin diving, money penny? I like that. I'm not. I'm not gonna use it. Skin diving. <laughs> so then, uh, we just we're we're, sh- we're shown scenes of Cooper practicing rejecting women oh and then God. judo throwing them just epon uh, saying these women just, to death <laughs> not gonna fuck you here's some judo he tossed that one of them really gets tossed he did like, yeah yeah like, he got her good it uh <laughs> i'm really man. hoping these were very well trained stunt women because they were not being nice to them at all it was a little too rough for comfort really tossing them yeah, big man. Big Chunking dude. these ladies. Yeah. Okay, so if we, we thought we were on this track. We were like, okay, Cooper is going to go, you know, not crush some puss, <laughs> but get things done. <laughs> not mm-hmm. crush you know? He's going to get things happening. Yeah. And another thing that blew my mind was we see this one lady, and I don't think she reappears until the end of the movie. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. The Who's detainer. also. Yeah. She's James Bond. She's also, She's also a double, double seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We don't find that out until later. I forgot her. Right. And when she, was, when she appears later, I was like, fuck is that? I did not. <laughs> I, I, same. I, 
I said that a lot in this movie, so it's good to know. Good so, to know. again, we thought we were going one way, mm-hmm. and then we're taken to a random office. Jane, uh, Nevin, Bond Prime, is there to speak <laughs> with a lady uh, who ends up being Vesper. Vesper Lind. Thought we were away from her, but I don't know. We'll <laughs> never get away from Vesper. Played by um, Ursula Andress, though. Very, uh, the first Bond girl. Yes. Sure is. Yes. Very beautiful. She's I wonder gorgeous. if this is her real voice in this one. It is. They said so. Oh, yeah. good for you know her. what? She's, she's not subbed. She's not bad in this movie. She's pretty good. I think she might she, be one of the better. She is probably people. the best in the movie. <laughs> yeah. In fact, her um, voice sounds good. I wonder if it, I mean, it's what? Is it six years difference? Five yeah. years? Maybe she learned better English. I don't know, but it sounds good. I'm not upset. I'm not upset by her performance. Everybody else is. That's a different story, but... Yeah, so James and Vesper have some pitter-patter, and -hmm. James is trying to recruit her to help with whatever the fuck he's doing. Well, before we get there, this is one of the... Not the the first, and definitely not the last, instances of just unshot scenes that were supposed to connect things, but she's there, and she dumps a body into her cellar. That's actually supposed to be 006's body. They wrote that. That was in the script. And they were supposed to oh. film a scene of her killing 006 so that there's early establishment of her being a double agent. But we're just led to believe mm. that she was dumping a random. That's a little sus to begin with that she's just dumping a body. Well, <laughs> I thought she was practicing <laughs> what she was going to do to Bond Prime. Oh. I thought it was a practice well, run. No idea. But, well, it sounds like you two are. Uh, making plot holes where there are none in this no, movie. No, no, so. not, not a single <laughs> plot hole. This movie went, was gone over by a fine tooth. But film. you know what? I didn't really even question that I, at this point. Oh, I, I did. I, like, I did what, not either. Are they going to address that at all? <laughs> nope. I was just like, well, that's fucking par for the course. Who cares? After the drunken pass out scene in the ball throwing, I was like, oh, well, <laughs> this seems right, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seems good. This seems yeah. good. So they talk, and then. Um, Vesper, I don't know what they talk about, honestly. Is this where they her... come into her home with Peter Sellers? No. Was it before oh. that? Before, yeah. Ves- Vesper then goes to a casino to talk to Peter Sellers, who is Evelyn Trimble. Trimble uh, who Funny is, joke, huh? Uh, who is a famous a baccarat, baccarat player. Yeah, or just a guy who's good at it. I don't know if he's even famous. <laughs> he wrote a book on it. Oh, right. That's right. We know mm-hmm. that. Uh, so Seems she, like the appropriate person to make a double O agent, for sure. So they want to recruit him because he's good at Baccarat. And Lashif is good at Baccarat. For whatever reason, Lashif came into play. The music was composed by Burt Baccarat. Mm. It was. <laughs> yes. Good. That's lady. all I had to add. Good. <laughs> Good ad. <laughs> Good yeah. ad. Yeah. So I, I honestly don't remember how she fits in with the uh, anti-female spy device. Honestly, I don't think they did either. I don't remember. <laughs> he he still has the same plot, at least of, of our of the other casino. He's embezzled money from Smirsh, and he needs to win it all back. But uh, they foil him essentially again. So actually, he has right. a very similar thing he does i don't know how that connects 
with any of the other shit we saw at this point. He was, no, no. But, yeah, he was no. using, he had two men. It wasn't just background. He was using a different, he was using the girls in Mata Hara, Ma, no, Mata Bond later on. That's his whole ploy. The thing she foils. That's his whole thing. Gotcha. Well, well done. Good work, Corey. So then from there, uh, Trimble, Peter Sellers, goes to Vesper's house. They have some martinis. They do a little pitter-patter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she spins in slow motion while well, um, the, the, Trimble the initial, does push-ups. That's the most iconic scene, though, of the movie. Them walking slow motion past the aquarium. I've actually seen clips of that. So that's what I was like. Do I remember this scene? Being They're playing Look of Love, which is the second big mo- song of the movie by Dusty Springfield. Uh, great song. And I just want to say, I... I have loved Dusty Springfield for a long time. I've heard this song a million times. Never until I watched this movie did I realize it's from this. And this is the one you were contemplating saying is the Bond yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. It is not. It is not. Uh, by the way, nominated for an Academy Award for this song. Sure was. It's a good well song. Done. Oh, it's, I love the song. It's, it's, the, it's the creamiest song I've ever heard. And I mean that in a good way. It's just, it's I just do too. It just kind of it, um, covers you like a like a cheese blanket. She, she mm, is great yes. at what she delivers on songs, but <laughs> never knew it was from this movie mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, good song. Mm-hmm. Banana scene. So Bananas, oh yeah, the, yeah 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 <laughs> banana scene. So like I said, she's spinning around in slow motion. Uh, Peter Sellers is doing push up in an old timey bathing suit. Um, yeah. And uh, I wish we could make this more exciting, but there's not much you can do. I will say this is the scene where uh, she gets Peter Sellers to dress up as a lot of different uh, people. Yeah, so Peter Sellers is trying to show off his character work. Uh, none of it lands again. None of it. None no. of it. I'm uh, not going to lie to you guys. I was reading trivia on this movie while this scene was happening. I look up and see Peter Sellers in the Adolf Hitler outfit. And for a split second, I was like, I need to rewind and figure out what's going on. Then I said, no, that's okay. <laughs> Don't, hey, no he's need. Just, he's just playing. I just, he's just, why does she have these costumes? Why, why is any of that happening? It's a spoof movie I get, but you have to tie it to something. What is it in reference? What is any of it? And at the end of the day, it has to kind of be funny. Yeah. So <laughs> you know? we got to talk about him just briefly then. Because he signed on this movie wanting to play Bond as Bond. He wanted to play it straight, but then he's yeah. also rewriting the scripts and adding in his bullshit, like these dress rehearsals and his impressions, <clears throat> while still kind of playing it straight, even though they're inherently weird and silly. Mm-hmm. What is he? What I don't. How is he Sounds- actually successful with this? This seems so bad. Like it all seems pretty bad. It- Sounds like an ego trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I was reading the same thing, Corey, and it seems like. Uh, he had a lot to do with uh, the problems in this movie. Oh, oh he which, definitely did, especially with the yeah. end, because he mm. left. <laughs> yeah. Left or was yeah. fired. I don't know how clear that's, that is. Mm. Well, uh, from what I also read, he still makes money off this movie, or his estate does. He's long dead. but uh, he Died at 52. Yeah, he died very young. Mm. Very young. Uh, but yeah. Some real asshole-ish uh, stories came from this movie that I guess we can get to later on. Yeah, yeah. so they talk. Vesper tells him that she wants to sponsor him 
to play in the Baccarat tournament, just like in the Craig Casino Royale. Uh, so he's going to go play Le Chief in Baccarat. I, I, I feel comfortable if we uh, start referring to Craig's Casino Royale as Casino Royale Prime. I think that's appropriate for this. <laughs> the only yeah. one that's at least a Bond movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so from there, we go back to MI6. Uh, Trimble is at MI6 talking to Q. Mm. Uh, we're at Q Branch. We kind of have the same sort of scenario where there's shit going on in the background while Q and James talk, but not funny things. Not funny. Like there's I mean, a there's a a little person dressed as a jester. Yeah, yeah. Following James. What is that? Again, that doesn't come back at all. Nope. No. <laughs> there's a tailor who they're obviously playing as homosexual. Yeah, this is our gay panic character in the movie. <laughs> yes. Poor yeah. guys. He's so he's yeah. great. <laughs> uh, really playing to the rafters with this character. Um, <laughs> I did love the odd couple kind of thing that Q and Tordice had, though. It was, it was, it was all right. It was not bad. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's fine. I, it, it just wasn't entertaining, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, not great. Uh-huh. Um, so then we get our gadgets. We get a, a, a watch that's also like a two-way video screen, like an Apple Watch. Oh, yeah. Like, so we got that. And then we have a gadget. That was the only gadget I could really think we of. We have the vest where they say it has gadgets in it, but they don't show any of it. Sure don't. They just show this vest he's wearing. There is also a line from this scene where it almost sounded like Q said, you just have to unbuckle it from the butthole. But I couldn't. <laughs> I know he didn't say butthole, but that's what I thought he said. You have to unbuckle it from the butthole. The butthole. It's like those trousers that are those long johns that have the two buttons on the butt flap. Yeah. Mm, yes. And of course, four dice comes around the game. corner. Yeah, he comes around the corner lisping to, to, to shatter glass. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Done with that. Uh, then from there, we go back to... And again, I just want to point out, it seems like we might be about an hour and a half in this movie. It's still not the hour point. No. We we're, not half, half, we're not even halfway through. No. We haven't even um, met all the Bonds yet. No. no. So then we go back to Bond Prime, Nevin, and they figure out that Smirsh is behind the Lady Spies. Yeah. And uh, he talks about how he knew Matahari. Mm-hmm. And then... From there, we're mm-hmm. transported to James riding the smallest donkey I've ever seen. And we get a full-blown dance sequence? You know what? We do. And it was actually beautifully shot. Yeah. I'll say. Uh, we're in <laughs> Thailand. <laughs> and we get a full, like, ethnic belly dancing. Uh, musical sequence. Musical it's sequence. About five minutes long five minutes i'm like what the fuck are we watching yeah uh it they dance forever mm -hmm. and then we figure out this is his daughter i don't know if it's his real daughter or adopted daughter apparently is like he had sex with Hari and they had had a daughter and once again we introduced that incest back in this movie um yeah during the scene (laughs) so um yeah, yeah, she basically, they talk, they have some pitter-patter. 
Uh, so James is wanting to recruit her to join up as another James Bond for whatever reason. And then she kind of says, like, you know what? If you weren't my dad, I might fancy you. Yeah. Looking straight yeah. out of Donald and Ivanka playbook. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> He's, I mean, he said something almost exactly like that about Ivanka. I, I want to say the line was, if she wasn't my daughter, I'd have sex with her. That that was the. I don't think uh, he said I'd have sex with her. No, no, was that was that television. was it. He said if she wasn't my daughter, I'd, I'd have sex with her. I think shit. he said I'd be with her, but hey, it's Am the I same. Right? It's the oh, same I would amount. sleep with her or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and then James talks about how her tits are better than Matahari's. Basically, yeah, yeah he does. Um, <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. So that happens, and, she, uh, and probably and around she's this new 007. Yeah, she's yeah. beautiful too. It was um, around this point that I had a full blown migraine from this movie, and so I was I, texting Corey. I was like, "We might have made a mistake." <laughs> we <might have> yeah, <laughs> we uh, we're in for it. <laughs> so she decides to go. So she joins up, and then um, I guess we're back in London, and then Headley sends her to Berlin. So she yeah. gets in a taxi and then shows up in Berlin. The only semi-funny part of this is when she goes from east to west Berlin and it turns into just sh- schlup. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. That was an okay joke. Again, didn't laugh out loud, but no. I was like, oh, okay. And this is from here. Piece. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. It gets so insane. <sighs> this, if you thought it was insane yeah. the first half of the movie, what yeah. the fuck? This is my this first whole scene on my on my notes. This is my first one. <laughs> she walks into some weird house. So I, it was it was crooked. I don't know. It was whoever planned this piece out was obviously influenced with LSD. This is an insane stretch of film right here. So crazy. So she's walking yeah. around in this place, uh, and then she meets Frau Hoffner. <laughs> And this li- little weird guy, yeah, who's name like Pogo or something like that. I don't know, but is he? He's battery powered. Yeah, yeah that's like, what they implied. I was like, yeah. is he a robot? <laughs> is this guy a robot? <laughs> I don't know. I, I kept thinking, are they trying to do a parody of Odd Job? And I'm like, I don't nah, know. I don't, I don't think know. so. No. He's just small, it's... thirsty, horny little guy that has a battery pack. Attached mm-hmm. to jokes his on chest. us. That's what pacemakers look like in the 60s. That was, that was old school pacemakers in 1967. Uh, <laughs> they were a backpack that kept your heart pumping. <laughs> so they walk her around this weird house and tell her that this is where Matahari trained as a spy. And then they show her a bunch of different rooms where they're doing different spy trainings. Uh, but it never comes back. No, Mm-mm. doesn't come back. I it, we don't know is this isn't the Smirsh spies. No, this is this is Lashif's outfit that he's trying to make money from to pay back his embezzlement. Well, so this was like an auction house. Yeah, this is where Lashif is trying to sell mm-hmm. his art to get his money back. And they were trying to make, uh, I guess, a mon- a money joke, monetary joke there, because they were like a hundred U.S. dollars, and then another guy says one million Chinese dollars. You know, right. During I, again, auction, I'm being during, as funny. During, yeah. <laughs> I'm being as funny as they were in the movie. So please, <laughs> we're not there yet. So, uh, 
we go into the bedroom that uh, Mata Bond, <laughs> Bond's daughter, will be sleeping in. Uh, we find out that Lashif is in debt and is selling his art. And then um, she wanders around some more. And again, I, I don't know if we can emphasize this enough. The most detached storyline yeah. <laughs> ever. <laughs> because uh, if you're watching this, you're trying to figure out what's going on. And I really didn't know until you just said that. So that's really good to know. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad Here I could uh, elucidate that. I, um, so I had to watch this in two parts. And this was where I realized I was getting too sleepy for this movie. And I turned it off here and went to bed and put it back on the next day. This part I was like, what is let me going, read my notes. What is going on? It's, it's a chore. Mm. So she tricks battery powered guy. He wants to fuck her, obviously. Um, she doesn't, obviously. Good for her. Uh, she gets some information out of him, though. Mm-hmm. And then um, they go to the auction, and it's ridiculous, like you said. Yep, yep. It's the f- four major power armies. You got China, the U.S., Britain. I guess, uh, I guess that's it, right? I can't <laughs> don't remember. Know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. But they're all bidding in different mm-hmm. monetary values and rice and all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah, they shit. do some real good racial jokes here. Yeah, it's oh, stupid. I tell you. <laughs> uh, and then Bond's daughter steals the, the film. I guess he wasn't selling art. He was selling pictures. Microfilm, yeah. Microfilm. And uh, then she sprays people with fire extinguisher foam we get a little slapstick mm. bullshit fight bullshit. Uh, yeah and again all three of us laughed out loud God. and then she goes outside <laughs> and wants to escape through a sewer the sewer's playing what's new pussycat for whatever reason <laughs> i think it's burt Bacharach's previous picture so they had to clue that somehow yeah. which peter sellers was in right and for what i hear is a good movie so I don't know, but I didn't know that at the time. I was like, "Why the? Why is the sewer playing? What's new, Pussycat?" I mean, even if you had known that, would it make any more sense? No, it doesn't. Make any, it doesn't no, why is yeah, that, why is that movie in this movie? Yeah. Um. And then we. Uh, what the hell happens next? We, uh, we, we find out that the cab driver is. That, part of the yeah, yeah, that happens all. During. Not that it plays into anything else, but. <laughs> Uh, it's there. <laughs> so a, a guy calls Lashif. So we meet Lashif, who is Orson Welles acting in this movie. And he says, the auction failed. We're going to have to do something else. Lashif blows him up because he just had that mm-hmm. random telephone rigged for with explosives. Uh, that's thinking ahead. Yeah. And, and um, I just got to say, uh, there are some great people in this movie that do a terrible job. I really love Orson Welles, though. I like him outside of this movie, and I don't mind him. I don't think he's doing a great job, but I don't mind him in this movie. I mean, he's a good actor. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, he's, so from- he's, he's interesting. He makes some interesting choices, for sure, as well as everyone else. Yeah. So basically, since the auction failed, Lashif's going to have to play Baccarat, which kind of ties it together to our next, the next parts of the movie. And then we cut to France. We're back with Peter Sellers, Trimble, and he just, for whatever reason, punches a customs man right in the face. Yep. 
they don't in another hilarious explain scene. what that's about and um and then we go to a hotel we're at a hotel mm-hmm. and we meet miss good thighs did you read the uh trivia about this one scene with miss good thighs i did no. that was oh fucking God. shocking yeah. what happened Oh, Peter he, Sellers. Peter Sellers being a fucking dipshit yet again. Yeah. What did he do? He That gun he had did have blinks in it, but he made the choice that he was going to point it at her face and pull the trigger, and she was injured by the blast radius of the gun. Covered in gunpowder, and the shrapnel from it actually like mm-hmm. cut up her face. Yeah. What an asshole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jacqueline Bissett. Yeah. Also very Gorgeous. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah. And also, and if you, Thighs, great bond name. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. that's good. That's it's fine. not bad. But yeah, good if you thighs. rewatch that scene, you can see where they cut it right before anything happens. But her hair blows back from the gunshot. Yeah, it's pretty really. wild. I kind yeah. of fucking hate that guy. I yeah, what a, what an absolute what asshole. Dickhead. So, did and you I don't think... mention the the scene previous of Vesper answers Bond Prime's phone call um, in the buff. And I just love yep. how Niven is looking down, like, right? Because she's all like, oh, yes. And she's you using see the... Ursula Andrews' tit. Do you see a full-on tit? Mm-hmm. I miss this tit. You can go oh. back. It's, you see it. Uh, yeah, just yeah. pay money, rent it again. Rent it again. <laughs> Please don't. <Watch>. God, for those sake. That's okay. I could probably Google it. But yeah. Um, I mean, so... Number, number, what, 20 of, P- of Peter Sellers being a dipshit? And there's still mm-hmm. more to come. Yeah. <laughs> Still not done. Still more. Fired a bl- fired a gun in a girl's face. Ah, <laughs> what a! Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Good thighs is just in his hotel room. We get some more pitter patter. Uh, they kind of make out. She drops an alka seltzer in his drink, <laughs> uh, and then he drops another alka seltzer in his drink. Yeah. And then he uh, passes out, and uh, Vesper's there. And she kind of rouses him and puts him in the shower and says, hey, you got to get your shit together. This motherfucker's hairy. Yeah. You notice how hairy he is? <laughs> Peter Sellers is a hairy guy. He was hairy. Jesus. And he was like giving her shit that the pill he dropped in didn't neutralize the pill she dropped in. Hey, bud, if you knew she dropped a pill in there, just don't drink the drink. <laughs> you fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. yeah. I wish more people had done that to Dr. Crosby. Oh. <laughs> Oh Lord! Uh, so didn't think we'd get a Doctor Cosby joke in here, but we sure Dr. did. Cosby joke in there. And you know oh, what? Thank dude. you for calling him Doctor. Yeah, well, he deserves the credit. I mean, the man has a PhD in education. I think we should respect it. Well, and also a chemist, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus! If I'm very not much mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, the pill? Let the drink. <laughs> Well, as no one else laughs but us three. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So from there, <laughs> let's go and cap off with fucking hate Bill Cosby. Let's yeah, make sure no, people. Bill Cosby, <laughs> terrible human. Peter oh, Sellers, no. terrible. Yeah, Both I don't know. Terrible. I, I don't know what else this motherfucker did, but I'm still coming. pretty sure it's all coming. sixty. I, I'm pretty sure all sixty-five of those women lied. I think they're just. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can't be true. <laughs> so yeah. from there we're at Casino Royale. Lashif is there. 
doing magic tricks. Again, I think I surpassed headache at this point when this started and went straight into anger. He's just so mad. Like, full on, like, he's winning at Baccarat, entertaining, levitates this bitch, and then makes her disappear for no reason. I I was like, he's telepathic? He's telekinetic? Oh, he's just doing fucking magic tricks. Okay. I wish he would have been telepathic or telekinetic. That would have made this more interesting than what was happening. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the what was the point of all that. That was Orson Welles. He apparently put put that in. And somebody thought this. it was funny. <laughs> That's the bad part. So man, people scene, are gonna love this. <laughs> it's this scene where you really start to see the behind the scenes stuff happening. So here's the story. Peter Sellers apparently mood for Orson Welles to come to this movie. He vied for him. He's like, we need Orson Welles in this movie. So he respected him. But there was talk that Princess Margaret was coming to set for like for weeks, and that's all Peter Sellers could talk about because they're friends. And when she gets there, she she snuffs him and goes to Orson Welles and gives him a big hug and basically rebuffs Peter Sellers the whole time. And he takes that as a personal offense and then hates Orson Welles with like uh, such fury that he will not even be on set anywhere near him. So they have to start filming separately. And then Peter Sellers starts to act even more erratically every day. So much so that one time at one point, one of the directors approaches him and says, you got to like correct your behavior. And Peter Sellers punches him in the face. Yeah. Punches the director. (laughs) Fuck this guy. (laughs) It's about then that he's like, either asked to exit or he just stops coming to film. I, you know, I wonder why he wasn't in the rest of the movie. That's oh, why. this is, this is why <laughs> they don't explain why he's not in the movie. Oh no. Yeah. And he's he a big star. Disappears. Yeah. And I also read that, uh, they no longer after that day, they no longer were in the same room while filming. Mm-mm. Like even that, uh, table scene, Orson Welles had a stand-in, and Peter Sellers had a stand-in. So this guy was so butthurt that this girl <laughs> hugged another guy. The, uh, the sister of the Queen of England liked Orson Welles better than Peter Sellers, and he was upset, apparently. What a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. so, and they, so to complete the movie, they had to do like outtakes, which mm-hmm. we'll get to it, but like this scene where he gets in the car and then is captured off-camera was an outtake. That's why it's so over-the-top silly, where he's like, he's like, they didn't think they catch me at the Formula One, but here I go, ready to yeah. shoot the gun. Because that's an outtake. He's being an idiot, and they just, just that's all they had, so they had to put that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he got to a point where he just stopped reading the script, and he just did his own thing. What a piece of shit. Oh, he, so, he, yeah, speaking of person. them, Bond and Vesper show up after the magic show, and they watch Lachie from the casino office. And just take a look at him, see what he's doing. Looks like he's cheating with some infrared glasses, but hey, James has got him too. So then James <laughs> goes and sits down at the Baccarat table, and uh, Lashif does some more magic. This scene, again, maybe 20 minutes longer than it needed to be. All of this. At least and it was a quick card game once they sat at the table. It was pretty quick. It, yeah, it was not the length of the Craig <laughs> Casino Royale. Yeah, That's this true. is true. I also found out that, uh, I don't know if we talked about this on our Casino Royale Prime show that we did, but the original book has them playing Baccarat instead of poker. That makes and sense. And 
That's because no one knows how to fuck to play Baccarat. I certainly didn't. I was watching this. Hoping, I was like, I hope this makes sense to me. And true enough, not at all. Not at <laughs> all. Not know how to play I know, they, they kept showing like the card flips, like they were impactful. But I didn't know what the what it meant at all. And listen, I'm such a fucking moron that if they didn't have the numbers on there, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> you mean I have to count the suits? Yeah. How many Fuck is this? That? Fuck this game. <laughs> is it one or two if they're mirroring each other? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't get so it. they play. James wins a lot of money. Pisses the sheaf off. Then they go their separate ways. World's and part. Then we um <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I like that. Here we stand. Something. Uh so from there we go back into the office. There's a bunch of there's a tiger, a stuffed tiger that Did you notice it like yeah, sticks its tongue it's out full and tongue wiggles out. it? Why? There was no why. <laughs> <laughs> It was a huge tongue. I'm not going to lie to you guys. This is when I started slipping away mentally from this movie. <laughs> so I don't remember that at all. Yeah, the, one of the stuffed tigers <laughs> sticks its tongue out. I was like, is this a real tiger? And we forgot to mention wow. in our diatribe that right before at the table, Peter Sellers is doing both an Indian impression and a Chinese impression. Oh, oh yeah. Let's not forget that. For yes. no reason. For no, no reason. Just, just wanted to, yeah. to make it. Look how there. talented I am, Orson Welles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee it. Uh, I, I can do accents. By the way, I think we also need to acknowledge that by this time, Orson Welles had a career most people would only dream of. So, fuck you, Peter Sellers. Still, perhaps the... the Best movie ever made to to a majority of people on Earth. So there's nothing yeah. you can really do to top that, but... Yeah. I mean, fuck all the way off. <laughs> Get over yeah. it. So they leave the casino, and Vesper is kidnapped. And um, I actually laughed at this, this, this part. Okay. <laughs> uh, James talks to, like, the doorman or something and says, follow that car. And the guy just <laughs> runs off. That was not a bad joke. That made me laugh. Which, yeah. again, that was probably all an outtake. Because he just then he gets in the car and does some hoopla do. Yeah. A real Peter Sellers gem in that car. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then we just cut. He's and also, James is... He's in a full Formula One racing outfit. I forgot yes. about that. Yeah. <laughs> and we think there's going to be a, a chase, just like in prime casino royale where vesper's kidnapped and james chases in the the austin martin nothing happens we just cut and james is strapped to the chair the bottomless chair (laughs) just like in prime casino royale That must be in the book there must be a bottom bottomless chair in the book it's gotta be it it, it, yeah but instead (laughs) of smacking james in the balls lashif uses like uh, LSD? LSD? Yeah. Flashing lights? I uh, felt inebriated watching the next 10 minutes of this movie. So crazy. So there's just a bunch of flashing lights, and then Lashif's on like an intercom, and there's like a beauty pageant that James is supposed to judge. Uh, Scottish. And then there's an, ar- an army of bagpipes. 
And then there's Peter Peter O'Toole shows up. <laughs> Peter. Peter O'Toole. <laughs> God damn, that's good. Oh no! That, please, we we have to not besmirch Peter O'Toole. He's great, but he's. I yeah, love I don't Peter wanna... O'Toole. I'm just gonna start referring to pedophiles as Peter O'Toole. <laughs> that's great. Well, there's your gem for the evening. Yeah, that part that's... was great. I really, I was like, is that Peter O'Toole? <laughs> I did like that. It's like, I bet he. Ne- then I'll call you the greatest man on earth. It's like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I bet Peter. he never mentioned the fact that he was in this movie. <laughs> he apparently. Oh me? No, he, no, no. He no, did no. not ask for money. He asked to be paid with a case of champagne for his cameo. Once again, the most Peter O'Toole ask of all time. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so we have all these bagpipe players, and then Vesper shows up and murders like eight hundred people <laughs> with a bagpipe machine gun. Not bad. Including uh, James. She yeah. shoots James? Yeah. So, oh, I this missed is, that. This I just thought he wasn't in it anymore. This is how they dispatch Peter Sellers, because he stopped filming after this. There was no more. This is the last thing he filmed, or last thing they had in the linear projection of the movie. So there's a part where she like kind of says something in the effect of, I'm double-crossing you, and she shoots him off camera. And then they pan up again to the view of all the dead bodies and it's supposed to make you think that she just killed him and then of course she and of course she comes back later and you know uh double crosses bond prime but yeah that's how they get rid of peter sellers in the movie that because well good i'm glad you're here Corey. yeah because both of us had no idea he's just not in the rest of the movie i was like he appears in the last three seconds of the movie and that was it (laughs) and then lasheef gets shot in the head too so he's He's very reminiscent of casino royal prime Gets shot and mm. blown, blown away in the head. Just right yeah. in the head. Right as he's trying to go, I- I'll get the money back, I promise. <laughs> yep, that's weird. Yep. And then um, we're back in London, and some horse, a guy on a horse, uh, yep. steals Mata Bond, <laughs> and then puts her in a spaceship, and the spaceship takes off, and... Uh, the widow, the nun shows up, M's widow, mm-hmm. yes. for whatever reason, and gets a uh, donation from James. And for everybody listening here, this might sound weird, but by the time it got to this point in the movie, it did not seem weird at all. It was like, okay, <laughs> no, I was all just right. like, no, par uh, for the course. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess this is where we're at in this movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, so then the spaceship flies and then shoots out. A small hovercraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hovercraft then drives into a secret cliff base, which is the Smirsh base. Mm. Yep. And God damn it, this is so stupid. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I wish I had more to say besides yeah, but um, that's what happened. Usually, <laughs> I think we like to say like, "Oh, did you know that that was a miniature?" The most obvious miniature I've ever seen goes into that cave. Uh, I would have been more surprised, shocked, really, if you said that wasn't a miniature. <laughs> There's no way that wasn't a miniature. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so from there, we're we're back at the casino, and Bond Prime is fighting people in the tiger office. <laughs> I thought one of those tigers are for sure going to come to life here nope. because of the tongue scene. Nothing. <sighs> No, no. We don't no callbacks. <laughs> Thank no. God. I would not like it. I don't want any more tongue. <laughs> uh, so James is walking around. Is he, He's with Vesper, right? 
Who's he with? He's with Money Penny. Money Penny. That's yes. right. Not Ursula Andress. He's yeah. with Money Penny, and they're walking around this base. So the base is in the casino or under the casino, mm-hmm. by the way. Walk into some spinny rooms. Uh, just several spinny rooms. They're really showing off their spins. Again, LSD abound on this movie. Very much so. Yeah. Very much also, so. They go, they say, you know, welcome to the base, Dr. Noah, whatever. Had they mentioned Dr. Noah at all before this? No. No. I was racking my brain. No. I, I will say An this. obvious reference to Dr. No. Yeah. <laughs> It did. That was, I'm going to say, the other slightly humorous part. Dr. Noah said Dr. No. Yes. And that's about it. Still not (laughs) funny. Yeah. Nope. Uh, So, as you mentioned, we are introduced to Dr. Noah, who ends up being Jimmy Bond. Woody Allen. Woody Allen. And he shows that he's making a bunch of doubles. Uh, he's got a double James Bond. Mm-hmm. He's got doubles of all these world leaders. And uh, Frankenstein. And Frankenstein. <laughs> and Are you saying be- a- Anne Frankenstein? Anne Frankenstein. <laughs> What's she yeah. about? Oh, my God. Yeah. Is, she, is she the reincarnated Anne Frank? Oh, no. No, Corey. <laughs> no. Oh, no. You took that whole joke. <laughs> upon yourself. You took that different places. <laughs> you said, who's Anne Frankenstein? <laughs> you, you mean the t- murdered child from Nazi Germany? Ooh, Laugh yeah. into the microphone. Oh, I'm going to have to go <laughs> take a break. <laughs> yeah, sit the next few plays out, Corey. Uh, <laughs> take a breather. Can we say, though, we, had, we didn't get to Frankenstein. Do you know who plays Frankenstein? Boris Karloff. No, David Prowse. That was and a his, joke on me, his... but... Darth Vader. Yeah. Darth Vader. And his Good theatrical debut, David Prowse. Good for him. Wow. Way to recover from the Anne Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all I'm <laughs> going to try to do. <laughs> Good, Good work, Corey. Shit. Um, uh, so, so what do you think? He made five bucks for this movie and six bucks for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> poor Dave. Honestly, poor Dave. Yeah. Golly. They're like, you're just big. Yeah. Big guy, we hate your voice, though, so you can go fuck off on the voice, dude. Do not speak. Don't talk at all. <laughs> so Jimmy Bond explains his plan, which is to kill all men that are over the height of four foot six and make all women beautiful. Is yeah. that what? Am, am, yeah. Is that that's what I got yeah okay I wish you know again any other movie we would be having a great time laughing about that but this movie is just such a downer suck ass movie and and during yeah that's what they said during all this explanation he's just tripping over shit trying to do slapstick Woody Allen oh no way and it's just again (laughs) a mousy little man falling flat Oh, oh no. Um, oh, God. So, I, the reveal, oh, man. I even told Becky, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of glad Woody Allen's only in like five seconds of this movie because, you know, eh, I don't really care to see Woody Allen anymore. And then, if, and then he becomes the villain. I did not know that that was the reveal. Boo. Boo. You know, I said the exact same thing to Becca. And then she called the police because I was at her house. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Golly. You stumbled through a little bit, but I got easy. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take some more Anne Frankenstein over that. You know what, guys? I'm going to go write my script for Anne Frankenstein. Oh, no. It's always good when you laugh at your own joke before it comes out of your mouth. That always seems to work. This is dynamite. Um, That's going to be a real... I mean, honestly, that could have been like a Grindhouse movie, and I would have seen it. <laughs> and Frankenstein? Yeah, like she goes, she goes, like, you know, she's uh, she's the heroine and she just takes fucking she just vengeance. Crushes Nazis. Oh, she cut her, like a zombie comes back, kills yeah, Nazis? Yeah. yeah. I'd watch she's that. fucking great. I'd, I'd watch that. We need to stop talking about it. That sounds like hey, a We need to put yeah. this on I'm paper. Gonna fucking send that to space. <laughs> so. To space. <laughs> to send that to space. I was confused. Okay. <laughs> I got Carl Sagan. All right. <laughs> Carl Sagan? <laughs> Billions and billions. Boy, we really don't want to talk about this movie. <laughs> God damn. So we then go into a separate room where Dr. Noah has the the, the Bond lady from earlier in the movie that we forgot about. Yeah, naked, <laughs> naked and strapped to a table. And he explains, whilst doing random shit, like playing a piano and writing a... Thing. What yeah. was that? I don't know. Not a clue. Doing. Not a clue. Um, it landed. Nope. Yet again. Nope. <laughs> so he, he tells like he's gonna replace everyone with duplicates and basically run the world, all the world leaders. And then um uh, he explains that he's concocted this pill. It's actually a bunch of little explosions in pill form. <laughs> I love that you looked at me too for guidance because I, uh, I I might not be the one. So uh, the lady bond. I'm just gonna start taking everything as truth and be like, "Yep, that's exactly well, right." Yeah, it's, I it's, could it's say anything. Two hundred micro explosions in your body, and then you become an atomic bomb. Is what they said. Is what they said. Mm-hmm. So lady bond seduces him, gets him to unlock her, and then she slips him this pill. Yeah. And that should come back into play in a few scenes from now. He swallows it and then he starts burping up cartoon clouds. Mm-hmm. Well, right before that, she's like, you know, slapstickingly trying to get it in his drink. And I did laugh when he gets on the platform and it raises just to show kind of like a male Greek chorus underneath. And then it goes down. <laughs> that Loved it all. Loved it. <laughs> I was like, what on earth is this movie? So, yes. And then at that point, we see Frankenstein. And then mm-hmm. Bond Prime. And <laughs> We're glossing over Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, we well, can't. Frankenstein's there. <laughs> yeah. He is there. And then and Bond he... Prime and Money Penny are trying to escape. And all I, have that. A, and then... I have a fun fact about Frankenstein, though. Do you know what he was supposed to play? <laughs> was it played by David Prowse? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what he was supposed to be playing before it became Frankenstein? Oh, God. What? <laughs> An evil Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Damn. I wish that God was a joke. Damn. It's not. They wanted him to play like Winnie the Pooh walking around. That's just depressing. But how how would they have conveyed evil? I, that's why they decided to go with Frankenstein. That's fair. Sure. Okay. Sure. So uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, they're all trying to escape, and um, all hell breaks loose at this oh, point. Man. Pandemonium. Mm pandemonium so a bunch of cowboys show up on horses 
then a bunch of Native Americans jump out of an airplane. They obviously yell Geronimo because why not racism? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. they come down on TP parachutes. Uh, what else? Is they, a roulette wheel takes off like <laughs> and turns into a machine gun. <laughs> it turns into a machine I, gun. Hey, I, I love that part. <laughs> a chimpanzee with a wig on pops out. More animal cruelty. A, yep. <laughs> then there's and making him wear a wig. Yep. <laughs> making him wear a wig and, and, and a suit. Bubbles. That's probably not good. No. Uh, you gotta blow those, buddy. Two seals are fighting. Two oh. seals are there. Uh, I do like this part where, where James kicks like. 97 people in the face. <laughs> yeah. Back to back. Uh, and then it switches to black and white for a hot second. Yeah. Uh, Benny Hill music is playing this whole time. Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> uh, and then Woody's there, Jimmy Bond, counting how many burps he's been doing because he knows he's going to explode. And... Uh, there was the there was the um was the French guy came in who's apparently a, a well known actor who had to translate everything he was saying for Bond. Yes, that was kind was of there. entertaining. Although he translated "merde" to "ouch," which does not mean, mean "ouch," sh- means nope. means shit. Yep, <laughs> I think we, I think we all know that. I was like, what? Are they, you just say shit. Like, why mm-hmm. why are we doing? This? Why why are we holding back now in this movie? What's the point? <laughs> So all oh. this all this shit's going down. It's a big giant fight, and then Woody Allen explodes and kills everyone. Yeah, atomically yeah. explodes. And then, just in case you thought this was the end of the movie, oh no, we get a shot of everyone in heaven mm-hmm. playing harps, playing harps with wings. And then, and, and then Woody goes to hell. You think there was song. an anti-Semitic joke? <laughs> I anti-Semitic. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they had to use the scene from where uh, Peter Sellers was being tortured to make it look like, just so they could sneak him in. But of course he was already off the film at that point. That's why he was still in bagpipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not in bagpipes, in Scottish attire. And yeah. Well, yeah. Sad so, part is I got exactly what you were saying, Corey. He's in I was with you. He's in bagpipes. So that was the movie. Yeah. That's... And boy, was it. <laughs> was... That was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I I have a lot of sympathy for you because I don't know if I'd have been that good. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks to Corey for all the insightful uh, little tidbits. Hey, mm-hmm. we had to do something to brighten up this fucking oh, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. So, that's the breakdown. Mm. All we have to do now is come back, give our awards and our scores and see where this bad boy ranks. In our Bond movie showcase. Top five, so probably. We will take a short break. We'll come back and get to those. And yeah. <laughs> we'll be back, yeah. I guess. And, and yeah. yeah. Uh, and Frankenstein. Here we go. And Frankenstein. <laughs> be right back. All right. Welcome back. So, as we have broken down Casino Royale, all we have left to do is to give out our awards. And then give out our scores and see where this bad boy ranks. So, as we always do, we will start with our best death award. Andrew, mm-hmm. tell me, what's the best death in this movie? Oh, boy. Well, uh, I chose this because it harkens back to a 
movie that you and I watched for our Snap Judgment, The Silencers. Oh. And it's the gentleman at the very end of the movie who says, I've been sabotaged. My gun shot backwards. Oh, I'm yes. I'm dead. That guy. And then he died. Yeah. That was good. I did think of that. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad you brought up The Silencers because The Silencers is way better than this movie. <laughs> I got to tell you, we were really hard on The Silencers and... I would watch that three more times over half of this movie. Aren't there like three others? You could watch the sequels. Yeah, we'll be watching. Yeah. Yeah, we got to watch this. You guys go ahead and watch them. Sounds great. Yeah, me and Andrew will have a great time watching this. Fucking blast watching those. Yeah, we will. I'm going to go watch the other Bond knockoffs myself, by myself. (laughs) All right. By myself. (laughs) So, Corey. Best death award. <laughs> Tell me, what's the best death here? I I I won't say what I initially wrote down because see I will say it. Blaine doesn't say it, but I did write. I really enjoyed the the in the end the rail carousel gun. Ah yeah. Niven like presses mm. the button and it just shoots everybody in the whole circle. I enjoyed that. That was fun death. That was nice. I did enjoy that. The roulette. No, it's not really real. It was like a gold. It was like a gold. It was like a people... bar that separated mm. the table from yeah. the crowd. Good point. Why they had that, I don't know. Because it was just a regular casino. But mm-hmm. he just had probably that, he just knew that, that it existed too. How? Because said, ooh, I'm gonna touch this button. Death. I mean, perfect movie. That's all I gotta say. Perfect. Movie. Uh, incredible. <laughs> now that we're talking so, about it, a plus. Yeah. yeah. In hindsight. No, we've broken it down. You know what? Peter Sellers, good dude. You know what? Nobody ever said a bad thing about him. After the break, we really <laughs> we, we reconvened. We did some, we did some reading, and he all was that was lies. in all of his fucking horrible behavior. And, um, fake fake yeah. news. It seems, yep. Fake news. It's not. He real. had a beautiful role. <laughs> <laughs> it was a perfect call. <laughs> that was... Maybe the best Donald Trump I uh, will ever do. <laughs> Beautiful role. <laughs> it was it was a great role. Yeah, <laughs> it was Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, Mark Wahlberg again. Hey, 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 hey! Good role. Hey, hey, good role. Peter Sellers is good. Good guy. Good dude. How's your mother doing? <laughs> so for me, best death, I'm gonna go with uh, Vesper killing the entire Scottish bagpipe. Brigade uh, with her bagpipe gun. Oh, nice. <laughs> it, yeah. Because honestly, I couldn't remember anyone else dying. <laughs> so hey. I was like, there's 100 people died here. Seems good. I think these were three good choices. <laughs> yeah, made well done. Choices. Well done, guys. I, I initially put M just because I think that death is the most ridiculous that, that he died. <laughs> it's so funny. From what I read, John Houston had to do that part because the guy who they wanted to do pulled back, pulled out. And so John Houston said, fuck it, I'll just do I'll it. I'll just do it. <laughs> I don't care. But I'm I absolutely don't want to be in the rest of this movie, so. Kill me, please. By the way, his daughter. Angelica. Is the Grand High Witch herself, Angelica Houston. Oh, wow. He Apparently. directed her to an Oscar in Pritzi's honor. Yeah. I wish I could tell you where, but apparently this is her film debut. Her hands are in this movie. I also read that as well. Her hands? She was, yeah, she was a stand-in for one of the actresses. They shot her hands instead of the actresses. Angelica, yeah. way to be. Mm-hmm. She was probably just about to jake. Jate? 
date Jack Nicholson at this point in her life. So good for her. All right. Now yeah, that's is, enough Angelica is, Houston. It's jading like Fantastic. jailbreak, jailbreak dating. Jading. What? <laughs> you go that little girl. Oh, geez. oh man. <laughs> this took a turn. Corey's on fire tonight. <laughs> Woo. And Frankenstein and whatever you just said. Well, we're going back to the first part of the movie. That's actually what that's all about. Well, speaking that's of good. good lines. Yeah, speaking of great lines. <laughs> let's move on to our next award. Best line. Corey, we'll start with you this time. Keep it PG. What's the best line of the movie? Well, it's about jading. Um, ah, well, I, I just I heard liked, about that. I, I actually really liked the line from Peter Sellers, of all people, uh, where he is in bed with Miss Goodthighs, and he says, please move her a bit. You're lying on my loose change. And it's just like that line. <laughs> Talking about his coin purse, y'all. Yeah, he is. He is. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, since you stole mine earlier, I have a backup. All right. I'm going to go with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is when it's from Peter Sellers again. Uh, he is at Vesper's house, and they're talking. And he goes, talking about their birthmarks. And he'll go, he says, I'll show you my strawberry if you show me your apricot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I do remember well, that now. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> All of these lines are not amazing. They're no. Not... It's not good, but it's not bad. <laughs> it really puts a lot of... Uh, it puts a better limelight on like the, the, the zingers in most of the Bond movies. You're like, okay, the fact that I even like that is pretty good that it actually hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have let Peter Sellers shoot me in the face with a blank gun <laughs> to have Roger Moore appear at some point in this movie. <laughs> to have any lines from him. Oh, Jesus. No kidding. So, Andrew, best line. Uh, well, mine, uh, begrudgingly, comes from Woody Allen as Jimmy Bond when he says, <clears throat> you can't shoot me. I have a, very low th- <laughs> have a very low threshold for death. Yes. He also says something right after that. Like, uh, he uh, says, my doctor says I can't have bullets enter my body at any time. Yes. I liked that one, too. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't muck it up at all. Honestly, no. context, was, the, your delivery is funnier than his was. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. I did hear a good fact about Woody Allen. He has said that uh, this movie inspired him to finally be uh, write and direct because he saw how insane this movie was to make. And he's like, well, I could probably do something halfway decent. Ugh. All right. Ugh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. And again, just 20 short years where he adopted that wife of his. I love that you keep saying that. <laughs> it keeps being true. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, that's exactly Jane, what happened. Am I right? Yeah. Oh. I gave myself All right, so All right. where are we at? <laughs> that leads us to our next award. And this one's going to be a doozy, guys. This is our This Made the Final Cut. And a lot to choose from here. What will it be, Andrew? Ooh. Well, guys, I probably am not alone in this. I'm surprised this movie made the final cut, to be perfectly honest I, with you. It took a lot from you not to say the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of a cop-out, but I uh, agree. I mean, from, I agree. Don't disagree. from second one to the very last credit of this movie, I can't believe this was released as a motion picture. 
But that's just me. What I do mean, you guys think? Absolute insanity. <laughs> for any Corey, other movie, I would say that's not a good enough answer. But for this one, it's a perfect answer. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, I agree. I'll <laughs> zoom in a little bit, and I'll say the stuttering. What? How? I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words in a very similar way as someone with a stammer that that was loud. And that, it, yep. and that they could also just stop doing it, too. Ugh. And not address it. Are you saying all. you have a stammer? <laughs> it's giving me one. <laughs> uh, uh, well, in a movie filled with things that should not have been in it, mm-hmm. I am going to have to go with the goddamn spaceship. Yeah. The UFO. Yeah. yeah. That. Um. <laughs> What? I mean, to even say it seems out of place is being very nice. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a UFO in, in this in, film. In, I'll give on, this... yeah, honorable mention Tiger Tongue for sure. I have Tiger Tongue written down mm-hmm. as honorable mention. Andrew didn't even see the Tiger Tongue. Didn't even notice it. Uh, didn't even notice. That may be worth you going back to see. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's <laughs> crazy. Gun to my head. Uh, cocked and ready to go. I wouldn't pay money to see this movie again. <laughs> uh, it, it was like seven inches of tiger tongue. Hey, <laughs> which can get things done. But now you're talking. Talk about uh, cocked and ready. Oh, was oh. oh. that a <laughs> So, well, that wraps up our awards. Good job, guys. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> so now we have to move to our scoring, which should be uh very interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can't I'm honestly more excited about this section than watching this movie. I I just uh-huh. can't talk <laughs> enough about how frustrating this movie was. <laughs> but I'm so excited to see what you guys have scored it. Uh-huh. So as we do always, we're going to start with our Bond Factor score. Now, this one's tough. Who are you rating as Bond? Mm. All the Bonds or just the Nevin Bond? I don't know. Or just Sellers. Or just yeah. Sellers. Who is honestly, or I feel like we saw Mata Bond. Mata Bond. <laughs> I feel like we kind of saw equal Sellers Bond and Niven Bond. But I, I don't know. I feel like I, I think I rated Niven. I think I rated Niven. I went with Niven as well. Okay. I went with all of them, but the collective bond. The collective, yeah. The bond collective. I think that we will who allow cares. It. Who yeah. cares? This movie's gonna get last fucking place. Uh, no, without let's a not, doubt. Let's not But we'll not see that. what the scores do. We don't do know for sure. We don't yeah, know. We don't know. Corey Bond Factor, where you at? I I, I gave it 16. I'm just going to start there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think he he gave me any Bond. I think he gave me super British guy who is good at some things. And that's it. <laughs> British yeah. guy that's good at some yep. things. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I uh, went a little higher than that. I gave him a 27. Oh. Okay. For Niven. Because he was capable, he whenever he tried, he did win things, uh, and he seemed to have his shit together as far as being spy and 
he was kind of smooth, but he he was celibate. He was uh, impish. Impish. He had a stammer. He was a little old. Uh, not great. <laughs> no, no, didn't come off as a bond. I'll say that. Twenty-seven. Andrew, where are you at? I am very shocked at the scores you guys just gave. Because <laughs> this is what I gave it. Calculating all the bonds that I saw on screen, which I only noticed that there were four bonds. Oh, no, there are more. All right. Well, Cooper, I'm like, where is it? Mata, Money Penny, mm. Bond Jimmy, Prime, Bond Jimmy. Prime, uh, Sellers Bond. Sellers yep. at six. And the detainer. <laughs> oh, seven. Seven bonds. So you're saying there's seven? Okay. Um, Which 007 makes sense. It well, does. It makes perfect sense. Listen, even to our listeners, a zero would be unfair to this movie. It would be absolutely unfair. Because there are James Bonds in this movie. But since you guys are telling me there are seven Bonds now, <laughs> they, <laughs> they each get seven points apiece. I gave what? it a seven for Bond Factor. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Get, they I each get a point apiece. Seven total. Like 49? No, 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 no. I gave it seven points now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I didn't see any speck of Bond in any of these characters, but their name was Bond, and I thought it would be hard to give him a zero for that. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Now, Andrew, since you were doing the collective, out of the seven, who would you say... I know you gave them all the same score. Who would you say, yeah. though, was the most Bond, or maybe was the best at what this movie was doing? Oh, Woody Allen. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> wow. Nevin. Nevin, for you sure. Say Nevin? I would, actually, I would actually say Ursula Andress was the best. Okay. She wasn't a Bond. Yeah, she was. Technically, I guess everybody was a Bond. She was 007. Oh, wow. Fuck, you're right. Now, she was pretty good. She was very spy-like. But she wow. seemed like she was acting in a different movie than everyone else, too. I'll give her that. Yeah, this movie. Uh, so a seven for me, Blaine. <laughs> all right. That's <clears throat> all fair. Yeah. I feel like I... Uh... No, I'm sticking with it. Okay. It's fine. All right. <laughs> it's fine. I'm, I it's think still... mine's good, too. Stick with mine. It's all yep. terrible. <clears throat> so next, we go to our action category. Andrew, let's start with you. How do you feel about the action sequences in the movie? Only two things of action speak to me in this movie, and that is uh, the young lady who blows up in the car and the phone booth that blows up. Everything else, uh, no thanks. So given all that, and the I end. give this movie... You know what, Corey, you're right. I'm going to adjust my score for that. Uh, so <laughs> including those three things, I gave it an 11. <laughs> and that's my adjustment. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you forgot about the wassailing. The wassailing. Oh my the god! And the, dr- and the duck drone. <laughs> and the duck drones riveting, and the uh, the uh... fuck. What else happened? The Mata Bond. <laughs> the Mata Bond stuff was. Uh... You know what? You guys make a great point. I'm up in it to twelve. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, you know what? I I think you're missing a lot, Andrew. All right. I gave it an 18. Oh man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Those extra six points are for uh, Vesper murdering all the bagpipers. 
You know what? Okay. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) that's where I'm at. All right. Corey, action sequences. 21. Hey, legal drinking age. Yeah. All right. (laughs) So far, so good. Explain anymore. Starting strong. Uh, We are now going to a popular category, one that really makes a difference in most of our movies, and that's (laughs) gadgets. Mm-hmm. Andrew, why don't you go? Oh, me? Um, well, <laughs> I, again, <laughs> I only counted one gadget. So you guys say there's more. And there was another movie that only had one gadget, and I gave it very low. And that was The Man with the Golden Gun. And I gave it a 10. And I might like the nipple bear, and I like this gadget. But I gave it a 10. <laughs> A ten for okay. me. It's yep. a ten from Andrew. Corey, go ahead. I I can't. <laughs> Corey, I, go ahead. I can't even do better than that. I mean, we got we had the accordion chair. Um, <laughs> we had the TV watch. Man, I wish I could think one more. The TV watch was all I had, though. So. If you want to give Bond the rail carousel gun, but it doesn't wasn't his. It was existed already. So I get yeah. a nine. It's just there's yeah okay. I mean, and the fact is that the TV watches were used so seldomly, and not even for anything but communicating, which is, you know, usually the gadget is something that gets him out of a met. Like, he uses it to do something, not just, I don't know. No, no real good gadgets here. I agree. Again, I didn't know whose gadgets we were counting. Okay. Because there were so many bonds. All right. So, <laughs> to my calculations, we had... Jimmy Bond's exploding cigarette. Oh, yeah. We had the watch. We had the bagpipe gun. We had the infrared glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it. Accordion chair. The, yes. <laughs> yeah, the accordion chair. Of course, the accordion chair. Um, all that being said, I, I gave it a 14. Okay. <laughs> With all that being said, <laughs> just four more points. <laughs> Stupid. I just want to make it clear that there were more, but I was about to feel really bad and be like, "Well, maybe I should up it to yeah. close to him." Like four, four more. <laughs> I points, think I'm there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Not good. None of them are really. I guess the cigarettes utilized, but they're not good. They're not. Uh, no. <laughs> what we like to see. Not inventive. Wow. No, no, not at all. Ugh. So, Corey, you tease this one a little bit. Our next category yeah. is our song Tee-hee. slash title. Song slash title. Um, so you mentioned that you kind of a fan of this song in the opening. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Back at Smile Job, I would turn Pandora specifically to Herb Alpert, much to the chagrin of my employees. Uh, I love it. I love a good trumpeter. You got you got your you got Chuck Mangione, you got Al Hurt, and you got Herb Alpert just killing. And this is a song that I have on my phone and I listen to it a lot. I like it. So <laughs> it, the melody is one of my favorites. And he's also you know he's got he's got real bangers. I showed Andrew some off uh, off off camera here, and he loved him too. He gave me a big old like I love that chat. Uh, so. 
while the sequence was literally uh-huh. just a roll of credits, the song I do like, and I like that it was throughout the movie, and it actually made it feel farcical, which I think was its whole point. So, seventy six. Oh wow! Holy fuck! Okay, I gotta find the closest dictionary to smash my dick with. That is ridiculous. Wait a minute! I just want to review. Hold the fucking phone. There's no words. There's gonna there's gonna be some actual Bond movies that don't have words. At two that I can think of, maybe even three. No, 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 no. There's no words for your score, is what he was Uh-oh. saying. I no, I was. Also, oh, never no, mind. I guess it's a, a double meaning. But there's yeah, some we, instrumental uh, Bond movies coming up. A lot of the early ones. Were I'm probably gonna score those bad too. <laughs> they don't need words, and actually, they put words in in the end, and it made it worse. I, made it. I way disagree. Worse. Okay. So, I mean, well, what'd you give it? You gave the spy who loved me 67. <laughs> that, you know what? The credits uh, alone for this, it's wait. like them, it's them playing harps. I'm going to, you know what? I cannot. That, that, Car, Carly Simon, Are you kidding Carly me? Carly Simon is way better than this one. I'm going to I'm going to go down to 65. I got to go down. I didn't like I didn't look at my other scores. It's not as good as this. Well, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to correct the average. I lost my mind. I I'm going to I'm going to bring us back down. I gave it a 5. <laughs> So that'll uh that'll fix that. I love it. It's it's been in my head ever since I watched it. I really like it. It is the most I 76. 76. It's a 65. Come on. We changed it's it. like you changed it. We changed it. It's I mean, like it, it look it's like old english script with we're not little... talking about the titles we're talking about the song nope, no no we're talking all of it oh the scoring category is song slash titles I, we do this I'm every saying, week I, i'm saying i already i already gave my title thing this is all about the song the song is taken taken the score and the, the 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 score i'm not giving it is the titles that's why it's not like a fucking hundred oh my god all right all right <laughs> When, when were you born? I Jesus. Feel like we, I feel like we shouldn't say that. We shouldn't, but I I don't I mean, know. We might as well, we're all millennials, so. Um, all, my, all my Herb Alpert stands out there, I hope you fucking defend me. And I hope you drag these two knuckleheads through the coals. I don't have a problem with Herb. I, I didn't say the song sucked. 76. <laughs> The absolute. I like it. I like it more than some other Bond songs, and I will. The the absolute fucking nerve of seventy (laughs) six is what made me laugh. (laughs) That's why I'm laughing. (laughs) Oh, I, I really am at a loss for words. And you know it's real because you've seen the other scores I'm giving this movie. It's not like I'm giving it a pass anywhere else. I just like the song a lot. I know, Corey. I'm just saying. I. You know what? You're having a good time, so am I. So 65 for Corey, five for Blaine. Yes. Um, boy, I thought I might have been a little higher than both of you. I gave this a ten. Um, so <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. 
Oh no! I didn't care for the titles, and I mean, the score is perfectly fine. I just, uh, no thanks. It's not Bond. (laughs) We are scoring all this as Bond stuff. I mean, it was the it. No, if those credits would have been the opening of like a 1950s Robin Hood movie, yeah, that would have fit better. (laughs) Or. Or to a 1967 comedy, which I would also argue this wasn't. This it's might not. work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. So let's go to our next uh, slam dunk category, which is plot slash characters. I'm going to start this one off. Go right ahead. This was the most nonsensical bullshit I've ever watched in my life. Uh, some of the characters were good. However, I will mm-hmm. say that. Uh, the women basically carried the movie. The women. I would say the women were great. <laughs> women. That being said, I gave this a ten, <laughs> and that is exactly where it should be. Andrew, what you got to say? I think a zero would be ridiculous. I mean, this movie does have a plot, and it has characters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one point for each. <laughs> Uh, I I was being very nice. I gave it a five <laughs> because, like I said before, this movie is unfollowable. It was incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah. The characters were they had milliseconds of decency, but that's about it. So five, I thought felt fair. Jeez, Corey, where are you at, man? I, I'm I'm at an eight. Oh, I good. think there we are. I right give it. I give it. I give Ursula Andress some credit. I think she. I think that was a good Vesper. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> just, about, <laughs> just about. I mean, the plot is a negative, and so you have to. The only good characters kind of pull it out from below zero for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm with you. <laughs> All right, Casino I mean, Royale. this movie's doing great so far. It's knocking it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, All right. That takes us to our next category, which is villain. Who? I don't even know who we're... Who's the villain? I judge it on Orson Welles. I don't know what you guys did. Is it the chief? But I feel like it's Dr. Noah. Yeah, it's hard to... The more I think about it, it's Dr. Noah. Yeah. Either way, 10... For it's, you, Blaine? Yeah. I don't really... Okay. I, I get what you said, Andrew, about Orson Welles being... I like... I guess I like Orson Welles in this, but I also kind of yeah. don't. Yeah. Um, I, I feel that it. way about every character, too. So there's that. <laughs> and I think that Jimmy Bond fucking sucks. So... Oh, God. <laughs> um, I, 11. 11 for me. All right. 11 for Corey. Andrea? Well... Uh, Again, I gave the score because it was for Orson Welles. Uh, I don't feel like if I change it, it's going to make that big a difference. I gave it a 20 for Orson Welles. Wow. I cried a little bit. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me. It's not like Bill um, Clinton crying. I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm crying. I don't care. Eating a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, God. Okay, so yeah, 20 for me for Orson Welles. God which, damn. by the way, I'm going to make an argument here, and you may hate my guts. I might have liked this Lashif better than the other one. 
What? I won't even say a word. I just, what <laughs> if Mads Mikkelsen in Casino Royale Prime stopped <laughs> everything, magic. brought Vesper over, and levitated her up off the table? <laughs> and then continued to do magic throughout the rest of the movie? And then just went right back to being fucking serious Ugh. with blood coming out of his eye yes <laughs> i wouldn't have hated it i would not have been quite fun actually <laughs> wait 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 i got something to show you guys hold on a sec check this out ah <laughs> <sighs> uh, okay wow. so 20 you say yep <laughs> is that higher than jonathan price nope nope i just gave jonathan price higher Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Uh, I gave him five points more. Ah, yeah. So let us wrap this thing up, go to our, dare I say, the most important category, and that is our entertainment value. All right, Corey, entertainment value. How entertaining was this film? As entertaining as I believe our conversation has been about this film, this was dog shit. And (laughs) I've never wanted a movie to be over so more and i watched this in two parts y'all and i still was just <laughs> just dreading having to watch any more any a single second of it um mm-hmm. it's a six for me oh. <laughs> uh a six for me you dog. know i'm glad you said that yeah because i i was about 20 minutes in when i sent that text message to you guys the other night <laughs> demanding that we remove this from our list uh and I'll admit we were wrong. <laughs> Corey and I might have been wrong on that. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and say, yeah. yep, should have yep. should have taken the low road with you, but uh, yes, yeah. yes, uh, this was such a waste of an episode. Yeah, a waste of yeah. good time. conversation. <laughs> but I honest, I'm honest when I say this might be the worst movie that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Oh, very, I've seen a very lot of fair. shitty movies. It's definitely the worst one I've seen in ten years. <laughs> it's that's for sure. I, we saw some pretty harrowing Adam Sandler and Mike Myers movies that uh, that are just the worst pieces of shit. But this is uh, this is tough. I will say, Jason Goes to Hell was a hundred times oh, better than I this. I will watch that a, a thousand times yeah. before I watch this again. Yeah, uh, for sure. So it was a chore. I hated sitting through it. I too watched it in two parts because uh, you can't just sit and watch this whole thing. Mm-hmm. It is infuriating. Yeah. Very much it so. Made me so angry. I gave it a four. That's, you know what? Very fair. Very, very fair. Four. Andrew, bring us home. Well, listen, a zero. You say this. <laughs> if you make that same argument one more time, zero, zero would be ridiculous. Would be ridiculous. <laughs> Just would not be fair. Uh, listen, this movie uh, we think was written uh, and put onto film, and for that, being we are the ultimate movie ranking podcast, you can't give it a zero. But I can give it a fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was. Garbage. <laughs> Absolute. I, I even texted Blaine. I was like, you know, I always see the good and bad no matter what. It has a lot of actors that I like. 
but goddamn, I've never been more miserable sitting through two hours of anything in my life. I think a two is very appropriate for this. Yeah. Also, why was this movie two hours and 11 minutes long? About uh, an hour and 40 minutes too long, I'd say. It's way they, too long. They played Wassel for 15 minutes. Yeah. And well, then, yeah. Andrew, uh, we got some high scores here. Won't you uh, <laughs> uh, do me the pleasure and tell me where we come out? You got it, Blaine. So we take the averages of all of our categories here, and we will tally up the average of all three of our scores. <laughs> and <laughs> Wait, are we on repeat? I don't know. <laughs> and then that'll give us our overall. So basically... Uh, the highest scores tonight came from Corey Hell. <laughs> with a 19.43. I mean, it's, it's, it's small. Uh, the second highest scores for this movie come from Blaine with 12.57. <laughs> and I tonight gave the lowest scores with 9.43. Single wow. digits. Which gives us an overall of 13.81. <laughs> so you're saying. Well, let's go. Now comes a time when we go to our leaderboard and we see where Casino Royale 1967 falls in our competition. <laughs> where is it uh, going to fall? <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this, uh, this is rather shocking. It's now in 14th and last place. <laughs> Our lowest scoring movie thus far in this competition. That's with a it will remain. <laughs> and at thirteen yeah. At thirteen point eight one, it is not quite as good as Quantum of Solace, which had a twenty nine point four three. And I gotta tell you, Quantum of Solace stomps all over this movie. <laughs> stomps its dick in. Yeah. That Honestly, makes me the spread is not that big. <laughs> no it should be way higher. It, it really should. Man with the Golden Gun was 44.38. That feels a little better. Yeah, that's good. That's enough distance, but still. Uh, this movie was terrible. This is an absolutely terrible movie, guys. So bad. Yeah. Well, now, now listen, before we, before we conclude here, I do have to shout one more thing of redemption. Okay. I am issuing a task to everyone to go watch no. Will Forte dance to the Casino Royale theme song. It's going to make you love it. Guaranteed. The Look of Love or uh, no, the Merv, casino, Merv casino Griffin right. and the uh, Cozumel players? <laughs> what is wrong with you? That was my... Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Cozumel players. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Casino Royale is a steaming pile of dog shit. Yeah. Um, you don't need to watch it. It's not a Bond movie. Can we definitively say that? Yes, we can say that. Uh, there's... Some characters with the name of Bond in it. Um, do not include. Do not include this in your Bond viewing. Yeah, whatever your collective. I'm willing to say, the only reason this movie still has legs is because of Bond completist people like ourselves. Yes, I think that's the only reason this movie is. You're able to still purchase it is because of that. Please. Stop wasting your money. That's a really good point. I beg you. It almost, it's almost as like crazy as the Star Wars holiday special. It feels in mm -hmm. that same vein, and it should be just as difficult to find 
because they've like excised it from all media. <laughs> yeah, ex- I agree. <laughs> I don't know why Eon hasn't tried to make that. In matter of fact, it should because they don't <laughs> really. Know they got yeah. they have no affiliation with it. Matter of fact, if you're wanting to watch this movie, I implore you. Go watch The Silencers instead. <laughs> you'll have... It it's is, still not a great movie, but you'll have a lot more fun in that Oh, one. God, yes. Well, I think now's as good a time as any to end this episode. Andrew, yeah. what do we have on tap for next week? All right, next week, Corey is going to be giving our overview, and our next movie is... Sorry, just getting there. It is going to be Back to Connery from Russia with Love. All right, we're going there. Corey, Mm -hmm. bring your A game. We got to recover from this dog. (laughs) Guys, I I feel like this one's going to be a pretty boring one. I just have that feeling. Oh, boy. It couldn't be any worse than what just happened. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) I think this one's just going to be a literal sleeper. We'll have to see. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Well, tune in next week. We'll go over that. But for now, this has been... Judgment! Judgment.